Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Finding Your Freedom podcast with me, Madeline Bailey. Um, It feels funny to say (laughs) my name on the show, but I'm going to try that out, introducing myself. So for today's episode, it's going to be a solo episode with just me. And I'm going to be talking about my my journey with emotions, with emotions. And yeah, it's kind of related to last week's episode where we had Madeline Moon on and she talked about kind of her story and feeling your feelings and creating containers for your feelings and the feminine and masculine. So today I'm going to just talk about how much my relationship with emotions has changed and kind of what that process was like and how I started getting curious about my emotions, accepting my emotions, learning emotional intelligence, and all of those great things. And yeah, I just wanted to say, I know this past week it was Canada Day, and in the U.S. the 4th of July, and (laughs) I'm sure everyone felt it that this year it felt different. Um, yeah, because we're all, we're all kind of just waking up to the realities of, at least here in the U.S. and other places as well, the realities of how our country was set up and how racist principles are kind of embedded in our country and how minorities don't have you know they don't really have freedom they don't have safety and security and independence in the sense that um, white Americans have and it's holidays that kind of celebrate that that you know bring that even more to the forefront than it has been already so I think it was more a day to kind of reflect on that and yeah, see what feelings come up for you and just what you're kind of uncovering in your life around your own privilege. I just wanted to say too, kind of relating to that, that I really want to get someone on the podcast to talk more about that. I just haven't found someone yet and want to dive deeper into it myself and are starting to do that with Rachel Ricketts webinar um, and just some other podcasts that I've listened to about um, white privilege and racism in the U.S. So I just wanted to mention that because I know it was kind of on everyone's mind with the holiday weekend (laughs) and everything that has just happened. So, yeah, I'm feeling like I want to jump into the episode. As far as life updates, I feel like I'm going to end up 
kind of going into the end of the episode when I talk about emotions. So yeah, I'm kind of just feeling called to take a few deep breaths before we go into this. So if you guys want to do this with me, you're definitely welcome. So starting off with a deep breath in through your nose and exhale. Taking another deep breath in through your nose and holding it and exhale through your mouth. Long exhale. And just really right now grounding into the space you're in, wherever that may be. And just getting ready to be really present in this episode, in the rest of your day, or wherever you find yourself right now. So yeah, we're going to talk about my journey with emotions today. So I, I first wanted to start off by talking about growing up with my emotions and just how that shifted now. So yeah, I grew up always a really emotional and sentimental child. Um, But I feel like I quickly learned that there wasn't really space for that. Um, especially when around my dad or just around men in general, that it wasn't cool to have emotions um, and just that it there wasn't time <laughs> for emotions and wasn't really it wasn't really every ever anything that was discussed in my household of I can't remember any conversations on you know being sad is okay, being angry is okay or um, like allowing space for yourself to get curious about that. Like there was never really any conversation about that in my family. And yeah, so I, I kind of just grew up feeling like, okay, emotions take up time. I don't have time for that. And they're not cool, especially if you're dating someone. It's just really not cool to have these things called emotions that get in the way that people have to listen and accommodate you it's just a lot cooler if you're just chill and cool with everything so that was kind of how I grew up and kind of how I was in high school and obviously I didn't how do I say this (laughs) I couldn't avoid emotions I couldn't avoid emotional experiences but when those things happen when I had really intense emotions there was a lot of shame around them and instead of you know getting help or support when I was sad like not not even just like in depression or anxiety like I needed a therapist but just um just support from you know family or peers or anything I just really shut off 
and just had a lot of shame and honestly just did a lot of writing in high school when there was a lot of stuff going on. So yeah, up through high school, I was pretty shut off emotionally. One of my good friends (laughs) had told me, I think in college actually, that she'd never seen me mad before and the one emotion that I really couldn't hold back was um, probably sadness. <laughs> uh, I can still remember like crying a lot and then being really embarrassed and like trying to hide it if I was ever um, emotional in that sense. And especially when something really challenging was going on in my life, I instead of like seeking support, I just tried to be like, I'm strong. I don't need anyone. I can do this all on my own, which is, you know, obviously not a good way to cope. (laughs) Um, when, when you're struggling, you should reach out to people and have people know to check on you and, um, just give the support that they, that they completely want to give if they're in your life. And if they're not willing to give that support, then they're not meant to be there. But, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't know that that was really an option, and I, I grew up always be the chill girl, and don't have any emotions, and it's really not cool if you have emotions, and emotions get in the way of you being busy and successful, and you just need to be strong and do it all on your own, where the messages that I kind of got, and on my dad's side of the family, there's really this big, um, I don't even know what to call it, but this kind of like family mantra of we're strong and we don't feel anything. We don't ask for help and like feelings are weak. And like that was something that I grew up remembering people saying like feelings are weak. Um, just any feelings or any any vulnerabilities were weak and we just needed to be strong and have it together all the time so of course that was an insane amount of pressure um along with my perfectionistic tendencies which I'll probably do an episode just about perfectionism at some point so that all just kind of was bubbling (laughs) underneath the surface in my life of all of these repressed emotions from the first two decades of my life and just when anything extreme could happen in my life um, just not any ability to really cope with that because I just was trained to do it on my own and not seek support so it was a lot of um I mean I I guess I was able to get (laughs) by but not in a healthy or productive way I also and I, I think a lot of people kind of in our society as well use productivity as a way to never slow down enough to um to know what they're feeling and I I think with the quarantine a lot of people that were doing that um, have not been able to, and it's been really uncomfortable. So, yeah, fast forward in college, or fast backwards, 
is that <laughs> rewind that is the word um to someone that was crazy busy all the time um had the mindset of I have to do it all by myself and emotions are weak and I can't tell anyone if I'm struggling and I have to keep this perfect image up and emotions aren't perfect um so I can't feel them and I can't communicate my feelings to men because that's weak and yeah, it it was just a disaster <laughs> of um bad I don't I don't even like to say the word bad, but just um maladaptive coping mindsets is what I'll call that. So that all kind of came to the surface when um my mom got really depressed and it was this like month or two situation that was just really, really stressful and so much pressure put on me for saving my mom and her being suicidal and just this like really, really challenging time and me um, not really telling anyone about it and just like really retracting into myself and not really knowing what I was feeling and just trying to keep going at this like hyper pace that if I kept just staying busy and outrunning everything then maybe if I could just hold it together for the semester then everything would be okay and I was I was more concerned about holding it together for the semester and my grades than I was um, taking care of myself so that kind of brought everything to the surface for me and kind of from that point forward I just struggled a lot um with my emotions and just like this dark depression feeling hanging over me and feeling numb and not remembering kind of what it felt like to be happy again after that and like kind of recovering for a little bit and feeling a little bit better and then going back into this um really like dark and like hyper aroused and anxious place and from there I started therapy and really started getting involved in kind of the personal growth and development world more from more from like a mindset I guess of like trauma and looking at everything that's happened in the past and how that kind of has shaped you into the person you are today and like really having that self-awareness of like I'm this way because my parents did like x y and z and just really becoming aware of a lot of things um, from kind of starting that work and with that I kind of realized that I had been shut off from my emotions for 20 years, Um, I guess probably until I was like six or seven, maybe I was feeling so, Uh, like 13 years really, that I just had been really shut off from my emotions and especially in high school and college, I'd been completely shut off and busy and that I had just years of all of this 
um, emotional baggage and trauma that I had never allowed myself to feel and work through and release and I believe and it was showing up and manifesting in my own life if you don't look at the things in your past and heal them then they continue to affect you now if you don't deal with them eventually and I realized that and I was at kind of the point in my journey where I was about to move to San Diego and I realized that if I if I moved to San Diego I would be running from my emotions and my past that I had never dealt with the rest of my life. So I decided that I wanted to go in and really feel into everything that had happened before and really start this journey of like uncovering within myself and just learning how to have space for my emotions and how to have space for the uncomfortable emotions and I just want to say too I'm kind of thinking about maybe a class on this but I I just think that we do such a disservice in our society not teaching skills (laughs) like skills for emotions and emotional coping and sitting in the discomfort of emotions I think we just do such a disservice not teaching kids this in school and just really emphasizing the importance of this and I wish that we could put this in every school and teach people about their emotions and that they're not bad and that no emotions are bad and just to make space for emotions in our society but (laughs) in my in my experience it was like a really hard (laughs) thing to start doing when you've been shut off from your emotions for so long and you you open the door um, to everything that you hadn't felt before and it's like this tidal wave of everything that was repressed (laughs) that you haven't felt before and you're not really equipped to deal with this uh, amount of emotions and I'm just so grateful for my therapist in that time because it was a lot to navigate and really have that self-awareness on um, certain dynamics in my childhood that had kind of made me grow up and be like this and feel like I had to hold it together all the time and kind of be an adult for myself and be responsible for myself and things like that. So it was a really um, intense experience going through all of that but I think kind of I think the key things with your emotions is the the first thing is making space for them so slowing down enough to realize when they arise like you know for example just Last night, my key was (laughs) not opening the door and I was like walked out for like 20 minutes and then I finally, someone let me in and I like got back in and, um, you know, I could have just like ran around and gone to wherever I wanted to go and everything, but I noticed 
oh, I'm feeling really frustrated right now about my key, blah, blah, blah. Just just taking the time to slow down and realize what was the thing that caused this? What am I feeling? What is this telling me? Um, you know, what is this telling me about me? What is this telling me maybe about an action to take? And just really learning from the emotion. So I think first of all, it is slowing down enough so you have space to let them arise like throughout the day. Um, Because when you actually do that and slow down enough, your emotions, there's so many during the day. And it's really, it's really cool, (laughs) actually. Um, And along with slowing down enough, I think it's meeting your emotions with acceptance and curiosity. Something I struggled with for a really long time was, especially around anxiety, I did not meet that with acceptance or curiosity. I immediately made myself more anxious and feel bad and shame for feeling anxious because I had been told, like, anxiety's not bad, it's, or not bad, anxiety is bad is what I was told, and that... I needed help and that it was too much and it wasn't okay. And I I also want to do an episode on this, but (laughs) if if you guys remember one thing from this episode, which I hope you remember a lot of things from this episode, but anxiety is a biological response in every, I'm not going to say every animal because I, I don't know that, but like every mammal pretty much has anxiety. We all have anxiety. Just because you have anxiety does not mean you have generalized anxiety disorder. It just doesn't have to mean that. Every person experiences anxiety and it's so okay. It's completely okay. It's completely normal, especially right now (laughs) with COVID and, um, you know, everything else that's being unearthed in our world. It's totally normal to feel Um, more energy and more anxiety right now. But from that example, I used to meet anxiety not (laughs) with acceptance, and it just made it worse. And now, I would say now I feel anxiety a lot less because I've learned to listen to my emotions, and I'm not kind of betraying my intuition, um... And putting myself in situations that make me anxious or I think the main thing for me just like with putting myself in situations was just moving so fast and never giving myself time to take a break or just it being okay to like stay in a night and do nothing and not giving myself sometimes I would feel anxiety This is actually related. I would feel anxiety because I actually had a lot of feelings that I hadn't given space, given myself space to feel. So I would feel anxious instead of actually the feelings because I knew I needed to feel my feelings, actually, (laughs) which is interesting. So, yeah, it's slowing down enough so you can feel your feelings. Then it's meeting what you're feeling with acceptance So accepting the feeling and curiosity. And the curiosity piece is, (laughs) I really want to say this, but it sounds kind of corny, but it's where it gets fun. It's where 
every emotion that arises within you is an invitation to learn more about yourself, your morals, what you want, what feels good for you, and to really deeply connect to your intuition. For me, until I started feeling my feelings fully and accepting them and learning from them, my intuition was silent. Almost silent. (laughs) I had extreme bodily sensations because I wasn't listening to my intuition, basically. But if you listen to your intuition daily and you listen to the whispers, your body doesn't have to scream is the way I think of it. So let me let me think of a good example for you guys as far as acceptance and curiosity within emotion. Yeah, I, I think so recently I'm also going to do a podcast about friend breakups soon because I've had a lot of a lot of loss this year um, that I think was probably for the best, but still really hard. And within that situation, there was a disagreement and I said that I was upset and then some other things were said that made me even more upset. And before responding, I think this is really important too, especially in communication with other people in relationships, before responding, took time to slow down, ask myself why this was eliciting, um, why what she had said was making me angry, um, was making me feel betrayed, was making me feel upset, and realizing why and why maybe that wasn't a friend in my life that was in alignment because those boundaries and those lines had been crossed. So that's just an example of kind of slowing down with your emotions and allowing them to teach you something and Yeah, I just want to read something that I posted last night because I just really resonated with that. Let me just find it. This is from Taste of Tantra. Every emotion, sensation, and thought propels us towards realization of our inherent wholeness. So the way I think of this, too, is what really changed the emotional intelligence game for me is that instead of just thinking, okay, I've got to learn to live with my emotions and feel them and learn that sadness is okay and anger is okay and really drop into my feminine, when I really understood and got the message that on a spiritual level that your emotions are meant to be felt by you and they are your guides. They are your intuitive guides that are getting you closer to the life that your soul was meant to have. 
each feeling is getting you closer to the friends you're meant to have, the career you're meant to have, the relationship you're meant to have, the relationship with your family you're meant to have, the place you're supposed to live, your living environment, everything. If you use them as your teachers. And I think from there, too, I just want to touch... There's so much I could talk about with this, but I just want to touch on kind of what Madeline Moon talked about last week with creating containers. So something that I like to do and I need I need to be better for making them for anger, but whenever I'm feeling sad, it's really con- creating a container to fully indulge in that emotion and feel it. So I can can come out of the emotion and feel the release from the emotion and fully feel it instead of just avoid it and not ever feel it. So I'll just give an example of kind of like what this would look like for me. And I just want to say I feel like I've packed a lot into this episode. So if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram or send me an email Um, because I think this episode could get a lot of questions because there's a lot, a lot here and it's, it's more of like a course, (laughs) honestly, kind of talking about emotions, but so creating a container for sadness for me would look like maybe lighting some candles, um, playing sad music, getting my journal out letting the music kind of get me in that mood and going, maybe being on my mat and moving my body, maybe holding myself and saying you're safe, you're loved, and then just going into the pain of whatever I'm feeling of, I thought this friend was in my life forever and she's not. And I'm grieving, I'm grieving that and I'm grieving our experiences we had and I'm grieving the trips I planned and I'm grieving talking to her every week and it's really fucking sad and I'm going to be okay, but I'm going to really indulge in this and through that come out the other side fully feeling and allowing the emotion to arise in my body and be expressed. So, yeah, I hope this episode really helps you in terms of that. I I just have so much more I could say about all of this. And I guess one last thing is just Feeling my emotions and slowing down, which are both the feminine, um, have just really changed everything for me. And I don't know, it's just so beautiful to be able to have so much emotional depth and feel into the depth of... the the saddest things and the hardest things and to know that the emotions are 
they're never going to swallow me whole in the sea of them and that I'll always be okay and that I can handle how vast and how big and how intense the sadness can be sometimes and how intense the pain or the anger could be and I think that just building that muscle of resiliency is really 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 important and yeah has really changed everything for me and I think I'm (laughs) it's helped me with writing a lot too really going into the emotions and feeling it and writing the music yeah so I love you guys I hope you enjoyed this episode like I said there's a lot here feel like I should do like a video or something about this um in the future but I hope you guys have gotten something out of this and known that your emotions are beautiful they're your teachers they're they're here for you and they're here to support you and to lead you on your highest path and lead you towards your highest self and your life purpose so yeah i hope this resonates please 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 reach out to me if you have any questions about emotions about um feeling past emotions um and what that looks like i this is my favorite stuff i love emotions and yeah i love all of this stuff so definitely reach out if you have any questions and i love you guys and i hope you have an amazing week all right